You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah. Don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Chalk Talk. Today, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about play calling, because it seems to be all that is getting talked about recently in Bengaldom. Bengals Nation, whatever we want to call it. Um, and look, I really think it gets overblown. I really think it's overrated. Let's talk first about the goal line situation because that's what's really drawing the attention to it this week. Look, I'm not a fan of, of those couple of calls that were made down there. Um, I'm on the record as hating shovel passes. I think they, they go wrong more than they go right in general no matter what team is running them um and the philly special thing i mean that yeah <laughs> i mean if bro could have touched on we all would have loved it but uh obviously not the not the right call at the right time and look i i i get the idea of let's just run the ball let's be physical let's push it you know like you got to be able to get that guard. You got to be able to do those things. Well, they can't, right? Uh, they, they don't trust their offensive line. Like, that's why we saw even in the middle of the field, right? The other thing about play calling we don't like is fourth and one. You know, when they're when they're running those toss plays in those situations, uh, those situations, excuse me, like, it's because they don't trust their offensive line because they don't trust them to be able to get push in that in that situation look Mixon ran well and the, the offensive line was doing a pretty good job in the run game last week so why not run the ball in there well it's different in the goal line all right um you can sell out to trying to stop a team from getting one yard because there is no threat of giving uh, giving up a 50 yard touchdown pass uh or of you know the running back breaking one tackle and going on a big long run whatever you know it's one yard or nothing so it doesn't matter you can sell out to that so it's a completely different scenario there the you know getting you know getting the push is is much more important the defense is really selling out to it it's not the same thing so look people were talking about hey they gotta get more creative they gotta get more creative and like that's that's what they did down there like they're they're trying to figure out ways to win in that situation and I, <laughs> I get that's not what you wanted uh, exactly, but um, but you, you want to creative, and that's what you got. And like, and that is not Zach Taylor's problem. You know, the lack of creativity is 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 not the problem. That is probably never the problem <laughs> with with anybody. Is lack of creativity, right? Um, you are coaches are much more likely, especially offensive corners, are much more likely to have issues with putting in way too much stuff and not being able to do it, uh, you know, too much 
confusion and not being able to execute uh, than they are of, of not being creative enough and not having enough stuff in there. So they, they've got the stuff. Uh, they've just got to put some things together, right? And it's coming on and more slowly than we'd like. Uh, but I do think it's coming on. So back to play calling specifically, right? Play calling is the most overrated thing about coaching there is. Um, like, yes, it's important, all right? But at the end of the day, like, there are a lot more important things uh, that a head coach is doing. Uh, game management. Tech Taylor's actually really good at game management. Um, look around the league. You know, <laughs> look, look at what some other coaches are doing. Like, yes, he has had his mistakes. Um, but, we, you know, you still see guys like Harbaugh and Reed and Tomlin making those same types of mistakes. Um, I think overall he's he's done some things that have been really impressive. Like, take, honestly, like the, the fourth down, like we hated the play calls down there. Why do you go for it there? Because the way that game was going, they probably weren't getting the ball back, you know, like more than, more than once. They needed those points, and their defense was likely to give up a touchdown. Uh, defense was less likely to give up a touchdown in that situation where they made the team drive 99 yards uh, than if they would have kicked a field goal and then kicked off, right? Like, giving them that long field, putting Baltimore in that backed-up position um, made it so, you know, the defense had a better chance of being able to force a punt, get the ball back for the offense in almost field goal range already, uh, potentially after a punt, uh, if they could stick in there. Now, they didn't stick in there, but I, but I think that was really one of those things where there wasn't that much risk with it. I think they could have almost stolen a possession out of that um, if they didn't if they didn't get the score there, which of course they didn't, and of course the defense uh, wasn't able to come up with that one last one. But I think given the situation, that was a, a really smart call. I think that was they needed to do that to win the game, um, and I and I think a defensive stop and they still could have pulled it off, but. Without either one of those things, you have the result that uh, that we ended up having there. So, play calling. Overrated, all right? Uh, why? Because it's it's not the menu at Denny's. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's not like every coach, every team has this, like, vast chasm of, of plays like overflowing amount of plays and they go into every game week week with all these plays. Like I realize they have these these, you know, big, ridiculous, uh, you know, stupid looking uh play calling sheets on the sidelines sometimes. But it's all about the week and the week's install. All right. And and they're putting in plays in the week based on their breakdowns, based on what they're expecting to see. Um and also thinking about kind of answer book things for things they, they could potentially see. Um, based on all these different situations, down in distance, field position, and things like that, right? Uh, you know, just had a turnover, a two-point conversion, right? All those types of situations, they go into, into their and their, and their game plan, they're looking really hard at those types of situations. Now, Zach Taylor mentioned that it is a collective, and it is a collective, Right? Those guys all work together on that stuff. We know Frank Pollock is their run game coordinator. We know he has the emphasis on the run game. We know because Zach Taylor has told us that Troy Walters uh, looks specifically at the red zone stuff. Now, is it red zone? Is it tight red zone? Is it goal line? Is it all of them? Eh, yeah, I don't know that we know 
those specifics about it. All right, but we know that Troy Walters is responsible for a lot of things that go on around that area of the field. All right, and you know, we know they've got Callahan, they've got Casey, they've got Pitcher. Like one of those guys is doing third downs. All right, and they've, and they've got some other situations for those other guys too. Right, might be uh, in other field zone situation or something like that. So. Those guys, like, they're all involved in this stuff. Like, they do this stuff in the week leading up to the game. They all go over it. They're all in accordance with it. If somebody thinks, hey, that's a stupid play, we shouldn't run that, it probably doesn't make it into the game plan, all right? These, like, Taylor isn't a, isn't a dictator. And Taylor and Callahan, like, from everything we've heard from them, they see things very much the same way. They are very much on the same page. So all the... Let Callahan call the plays. Well, number one, we don't know to what extent the plays that are being run are his anyway. And number two, it's not going to change that much, all right? Because everything in the game plan is going to be the same. The philosophy is not going to change. It's not going to change. Um, you know, very, you know, very little uh, is going to change from that type of situation. So everything that goes in before the game. All the work that goes in, everything that those coaches are doing, is more important overall, uh, you know, than that than that play calling scenario. All right, and if you put one of those other guys in charge, like, how many plays did they have in the goal line? Like, you know, like they were they were going to get there eventually uh, with, with running those plays. So, you know, like those plays were going to get called at some point. Um, whoever says it over the headset, it doesn't matter. Right, and look, it's all about you know um, taking care of Burrow, putting the team in the best situation to succeed. Um, you know, Burrow's another guy. Burrow really seems to be on the same page as those guys. Whenever you see hear any of these guys talking, they all seem to be really on the same page. So that's not the answer. That's not going to change anything um, unless you want to bring in somebody from outside, which is not a conversation to be having in in October. Um, it's not going to change anything. So I think we have to look past that, all right? Uh, and, look, they've done some really good things. They've made some second-half adjustments in the games last year that were incredible, all right, um, on both sides of the ball. So we really get lost in all that, right? That Like, we, we, we forget some of these comebacks and some of these really good things that they've done, all right? And, you know, like I said, I think Taylor's really good at the Zach, uh, excuse me, at the Zach management, excuse me, at the game management side of things. I think that you've seen him, you know, go in with great team game plans, all right, understanding how we're going to take the ball away from Kansas City, how we're going to, you know, win these comebacks, how we're going to use the clock. He's really smart about some high level things like that. And like the way that they changed the culture, the way they, they brought in, leaders, winners, people from really successful programs and have allowed them to thrive, have found guys that can have success uh, with them that weren't terribly successful or were underachieving to some extent in their places and how they found guys who who believe and who are committed and who, you know, work the right way and, and, and really buy in. Like, you got to give the guy credit for that stuff, all right, because that stuff is not easy. That stuff is much harder than play calling. All right, that is, uh, that's a much bigger part of the job, much more important aspect of being a head, head football coach. So that's my two cents on the whole play calling scenario. That I think that um, you know there are more critical things involved, and and the idea overall of play calling versus game planning is 
it's less significant than we often think it is. So hopefully a better result this weekend. Get this thing rolling. Homecoming for Chase, for Burrow, for Hendrickson, Tyus Shelvin, new, newly active. Um, it's coming along. They did some kind of cool things on offense last week. It just got overshadowed by by the, the negatives. Uh, but they did do some cool things. So hopefully this is it. Hopefully this is the turn. This is the week. They really start to put it together. Uh, and we get rolling here. Because they've got some bunch of winnable games coming up. But, you know, like they've, they've got to finish. They've got to, you know, not have these things be so close at the end of the time. And get that thing rolling. Get some momentum going here uh, to get this uh, this ship righted. I'm Emmanuel. This is Chalk Talk. Who day? Yeah, we coming for what's ours. Yeah, we coming for what's ours. You hear the crowd? We coming for what's ours. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the phone? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.